0: You know, somebody's sitting there making uh, over one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars a year. They're looking at Joe Biden is going to raise my taxes. So all that other stuff goes out of the window. I I just don't want my taxes raised. I, well, I'm still undecided because, again, like you said, for how much racism is too much racism. I can I can accept racism light. If you know, I get I get my taxes lowered. So diet racism is okay, but don't give me no full on racism.
1: What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Joined with my co-host Buff and Rozzy. Fellas, tell them what's on your mind.
0: Yo, I just want to congratulate Tangeray, who is uh, now a millionaire. So if y'all don't know who Tangeray is, Tangeray is a lady off of Humans of New York. So I don't know if you guys follow that, but it's like a it's a vlog Instagram like they they basically just tell stories of people randomly that they find in New York or whatever. Right. So walking down the street, take a picture of a person and just get their story. Right. What what they went through, how they grew up, where they how they got to where they are today, wherever that is. Um, And so there's this lady named Tangeray that I guess everybody just fell in love with. And she went viral from that vlog and. They did a GoFundMe me for her, and literally raised a million dollars to give to her, so she is a millionaire now, so that's that's just pretty cool people coming together and and doing that for somebody who's kind of down on their luck and that type of thing uh and making them a millionaire, but at the same time, can y'all do a goFundMe for me and make me a millionaire too i i I would like that as well Aren't you <laughs> I, already I mean, a millionaire
2: yeah yes yes.
1: Something no, like, no, a no, no, like a millionaire,
3: no. like a nine hundred and sixty-five thousand there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You're closer, no? Eight hundred seventy-four
1: thousand
3: eight hundred
0: and thirteen there. there there's a there's a big like there there's there's a millionaire net worth, and then there's a millionaire like cash value. I'm trying to get to be a millionaire oh. cash value. Um, oh, so a net worth is not worth, not worth a million. Oh man, you just snitched me something
1: Lex. So,
0: but no, I'm I'm trying to get to a millionaire in the, in the cash value part.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm a thousand. I'm a nine thousandaire, I guess, or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, what what what's what's so special about her that that people just wanted to donate? I mean, I feel like there is a lot of causes where a million dollars could go very far. Um. And what did this? What was so special about Tangaree that made people want to just say, "Hey, we're going to give you a million dollars"?
0: I I don't I don't know. Um, she, she's your classic, I was living my life, loved life, came on hard times, ended up in a wheelchair and still was positive about life. And maybe that's what it was, is that she still shared like a real positivity, even though she was kind of down on her luck. Uh, and, and that just kind of caught on and people just really liked her just talking about how she could make it through. She could make it through uh, and, and keep a positive outlook on life, even though she's gone through so much and people just kind of gravitated to, towards it.
1: Huh. So how much did you do, donate to Tangrae?
0: Oh, not nothing. I I didn't find out about Tanger Ray until after the Tangeray a millionaire uh, post came out. And I was like, who is this? And so then I had to go back and look and figure out who she well, was. It's not too late. I mean, she's a millionaire now. She don't need my money. She's doing better than me. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah. And and talking about New York, uh, I wanted to shift and talk about Wells Fargo and their CEO talking about how there's not enough black candidates out there, uh, and that's why he can't meet his diversity numbers. he got a bunch of backlash, a lot of people talking about boycotting and that type of thing. But it it's crazy that People are trying to boycott because he said that, but they weren't boycotting when the diversity numbers were trash. So,
2: <laughs>
0: you know, like why why boycott now people now that, you know, you come out, he's actually come out and said, hey, I can't meet diversity because of that. That's his that's his mentality. The mentality of them just not hiring black people on the front end because their diversity numbers sucked. You guys didn't uh, boycott then. So it's a little too late for me, in my opinion, uh, to boycott now.
1: Well, people don't want to be people don't want you to be proud about shitting on them. I think that's what it is. I think uh, it's also what we, I said a few episodes ago, uh, we were talking about people uh, you want to like who you want to like and also that I think people want to be told when to be angry at how to feel about stuff. Like, you know, I'm not going to research it, but now that you you're just going to throw it in my face, now I'm pissed. Yeah. Uh, I've I've read the article. Um I'm indifferent about it. Like I'm not surprised that a CEO of a company feels that way. Because it's just, you know.
3: Hard for the course. Yeah.
2: yeah. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Um I'm gonna keep it political for a moment, since Razio kinda tiptoed towards that direction. So I'm thirty-nine now. The first major election I was able to vote in was in two thousand. So I'm pretty much a Democrat and I've said this before, but I don't think I've said it on here and I don't think I've said it loud enough, but after this election coming up, I'm done with the democratic party. Um, not saying I'm going to be Republican, but just I'm going to just focus more on what we talked about before, like local elections, activism, things like that, temperament real change because the Democrat Party is pretty much like the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, all they do <laughs> is lose. Like, you got bullied in 2002 into going into Iraq. Like, in 84, you lost to rate. You lost every single state except for one. Like, who, who loses like that <laughs> in a presidential election, dog? 49 to one. The only state he carried was his home state, Minnesota. Even with Obamacare, you could say, well, we passed Obamacare. That bill was so watered down by the time it came yep. through. And Obama pretty much had to damn near bribe two members of the Senate to get them to vote for it. Uh, the Nebraska Senator and uh, Landrew of Louisiana. Uh, even Clinton, Bill Clinton, he moved further to the right. And that's why you got stuff like welfare reform and the crime bill. Uh Remember in 2008 when Obama got elected, people said, oh, man, the Republican Party is dead. Man, that death lasted literally two years. Two years later, the Republicans took the House. Uh, Four years after that, they took the Senate. And then eight years later, they got the president and the House and the Senate for a minute until the Democrats just took it back. So to me, you look at these the Supreme Court justice now, like Trump is literally about to get three picks in one term. And we can say all we want to say about him. That dude wins. And the Republican Party wins. And I'm just tired of affiliating myself with a party that doesn't mind losing. Like Yeah. They they just say content and they like like and I'm I'm gonna pass it over, but I was listening to Schumer, Rossi, talking about this Supreme Court nominee, and, and he's using words like what's fair. It's not fair. For the Republicans to do this. You think they give a bleep about fair? That's what you're gonna use, though? It's not right. Like that word, those words you work on kindergartners, man. Not not this party. So, you know, I'm gonna do everything I can to get Trump out of this office. But win or lose, I'm 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 done with that. I'm I'm focusing on things that really affect our people. So we won't have CEOs saying that there's a small pool of us to recruit from.
0: Yep i I just wanna piggyback on that man because i I agree we said it so many times Democrats they are horrible with like sticking to to a topic, finding something that hits home with people and and they always want the moral high ground, and the moral high ground doesn't make you win. There's too many people that are easily swayed by real fake news, false narratives, dog whistles, all that stuff. That's very, very easy to shift their thinking, and we want to try to talk. I hate to say it, but we talk down to voters. And I I say we, but I'm I'm right there with you. Like I've always, I've said since probably the mid 2000s that I'm an independent that just so happens to, you know, vote Democrat mainly because the Republicans are just way too right for me. But the thing is, I would vote for a Republican if. That candidate made sense, especially on like a local election and stuff like that. Cause a lot of times those, those local Republicans are very, very different than the national ones. Um, you know, because they, they can tailor their message more to the city or more to the area that they're in. So it, it's, man, I'm right there with you, especially with leaving the Democratic Party as, as a, oh, I, I am staunch Democrat. I never have been, but I definitely won't be going forward
1: well it's funny you say that um i agree with you wholeheartedly uh when i registered to vote in texas is when i became a democrat again just because i want to be able to vote in the primaries Mm -hmm. you know y'all don't
0: have open primaries that's right yeah. yeah
1: so that when i was in florida different story but um and that's why it's very important so as i was telling you guys before the call um our frat brothers along with project activation, the Houston urban league and the Houston Lamplighters had a drive through voter registration drive yesterday. And of course it's important to register people to vote. And there was two things we were talking about, uh, with my, my team that we wanted to make sure the public understood. So one of them was, uh, in the state of Texas, there's no more straight, straight ticket ballots, but they, they switched that back, I think, uh, Friday. So, but, There was no straight ticket ballots, but it was a lot of people pushing vote blue, you know, just vote blue. And I'm kind of like cringing when I hear that or see that as like, yeah, we just can't assume that Democrats have our best interests at heart, especially when it comes to local elections. But this year, if you're ever going to just vote blue, vote blue. But uh, that straight ticket was uh, the the cancellation of being able to do straight ticket ballots uh, is no longer ballot. So they're going to be able to do that moving forward or at least in this election. The second part is voter information. So we created a flyer that was talking about, uh, there's a website called vote411.org. And I'll say it again, vote411.org. You can put in your address and it gives you the platform and interest of each candidate on your ballot. And I say that wholeheartedly because we can't just afford to vote one party tickets, but at the same time, we need to know, like Brian was saying, the local elections, the things that are really going on. Because I I I fall prey to this. For the longest I will walk in and not know more than two or three people I was voting for and then have another fifty, sixty people on my ballot. And it's very important that we 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 research those things. And the thing about it is you can email it to your you can email your results or you can print them out and take them with you to the polls. So for anybody that is going to vote, go to vote411.org and utilize that. You can see if you're, for one, you can see where your polling places are. You can see if you're registered to vote properly, if there's any hang, uh, hiccups on that. And once again, your ballot. And you can sit there and compare, um, compare c- candidates. Um, kind of shout out to our homegirl, uh, Ani. Doing Vote411. Vote411. I I saw several Green Party candidates that will be getting my my vote on this next election. Um, a lot of times we just assume that we should vote Democrat, but doing my research, there are several Democrat, being a Green Party ticket uh, candidates that will be getting my vote. So, step off that soapbox. Sorry about that. Stole your thunder, Byron. Nah, um, man, that's, that's that's
0: all I got, man. So um, even even with that though, uh, talking about like selecting your candidate look beyond the single issue uh that that is one thing that i see so many people do oh they support abortion or not and then they'll they'll ignore the rest of the platform just off that <laughs> one issue um you know so being being able to look past just that single issue sometimes you know they may not agree with you on that issue but there may be everything else that affects your day to day that you know yeah hey, I'm more aligned with this person even though I disagree on this single issue. So uh, think beyond just that single issue if you, if you are one of those single issue voters.
1: Yeah, duly noted. For me, my point is I am just disappointed at how much hate I got from our listeners on I feel attacked over the last few weeks on my, <laughs> my, my opinions. I'm just an honest young man trying to spread the little knowledge I have of the world with others.
3: I don't think they like that term sleigh snacks. Like no, like no. like Angelita was bothered by that, bro. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I didn't know that many people like Chico sticks. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're they're good, man. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, they're, they're not. They're not, but okay. But they're not. It's just it's a
1: it's it's just it's not. But you know what? I'm not gonna be turned off. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give in to the to the threats you won't to be the, bullied? The, the, I won't be bullied, you know, <laughs> into this. So I'm going to continue my segment. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to continue my segment on The Great Divide. But I think you all can agree with me on this
2: one. Okay. It's just very, it's, it's, it's not even... I think it's common decency when you go to the grocery store to put your basket back in the
1: little basket thing. Like people will put their basket on the curb or leave them in the middle of the aisle and stuff like that. You have little to no home training and I'm (laughs) judging you. I just, I just feel like it's just, it's just common decency. It's not hard. It's not hard. I mean, every once in a while when it's raining or, you know, you're, you're, you know, anybody who is able young and can just move around, just go put your basket back. Like it's not that hard. I hate pulling up to a grocery store having that perfect parking space and you it a good <laughs> and <it's> like. <laughs> uh, and it happens. Uh, mm-hmm. It happens every day. Go to your local grocery store and you're gonna see. You'll see a row full of baskets, everybody did right, and then it's like five scattered randomly across the parking lot. You people need to reconsider that. I just think that's that's just that's just common decency. Well, as a as a
2: as
3: a former uh, Sam's Club worker that was responsible for gathering the carts in the parking lot, I wholeheartedly co-sign, and I think you're going to get very little pushback except for probably lazy mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And rise I, I think they're going to Watch. be too shamed to even push back, so they won't even say anything. Rise I have it, a feeling oh, Riley's coming with me it. wrong. Razi, give us come on here we go that's what they pay no on for God. come on
0: no. give it to me, give <laughs> they, it to me. They, uh, come I'm, on. I'm the deep state i'm the deep state right now <laughs> no <laughs> actually i i agree with you yeah. on this one I, I i think those people are very uncouth uh <laughs> and 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 do lack home training because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, those, those are people that i feel like litter those are people that, you know, they'll be eating a, like a Snickers and just drop the wrapper uh, the on the ground. and keep absolutely walking. absolutely right? litter.
3: They absolutely do. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. I, I, I think it's that same that same group of people that won't do it. You know, what's that you know, it's
1: actually funny. The grocery store is a way you can learn a lot about people. Yep. The, the people that don't put their carts back up. And hey, you people who use the handbasket, you're not better than us. I feel I feel like people they use a hand Wait basket a walk Wait around like they,
3: I, like they like are they're, they're better than other people. See, yeah, mess it I up. I use the hand basket. I do use the hand basket. I don't think they think that at all. I, I, I think they do. I think they're looking out for the people that need the shopping carts. Like I'm not going to waste an entire shopping cart if I'm just getting some bananas and a couple of tomatoes. Like nope, they're being I conservative. Feel like, I feel yeah, like you think yeah, you're better it, than us.
0: The, 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 the hand cart oh. or it, it, it helps me not overbuy. I know I can only fit a certain amount of things in there. I'm actually going to get what I I want, or in what I came in for, and then I'm leaving. It's not a bad thing for. It, to have, I have feel that. like
1: I feel so, like you guys think you're better than us. Yeah. No, no. But who now, does I, and who, well, who I does but
0: it, I, I can't tell you the person that puts the divider in when oh, yeah. like. That, that's person, Byron, that's Byron. Th- that person though, that's That person kind of irks me a little bit. Byron, you know, I feel like you're a divider. Like, I feel like you're the,
1: the divider, divider person, on you? the person that uses the divider on Oh no! Uh, I, I, uh, okay. I,
3: I used to. I definitely used <laughs> to. I'm not gonna lie about that. But now nah, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that person. <laughs> but listen, and the person because the, I don't. The person I don't want them and, mistakenly ringing up stuff that's not mine. <laughs> okay.
0: It, it, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay if you're the person in the back. That's like okay. I want to divide my thing so you know where the other person stops. But if you're the person that's checking out and in the front, you shouldn't like reach over and put yeah. the divider behind you for the person behind you. That that's, that's yeah. when it, it becomes yeah yeah.
1: That's the same person that tries to use both armrests on a plane. Like yeah, you, you gotta. It, it's
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. That's
1: that's not yours. That's not your yes. duty. The
0: the middle person gets both armrests. Uh-huh. Yes.
1: Um, and also the people that actually think they're better than you in a grocery store is the people that bring their own grocery bags. They definitely look down on you guys. In case you didn't know that, that is it's just a proven fact. I think I, I read it in a I, time magazine or something.
0: I, I didn't think that until the mask came. I started judging people when they don't have masks. So now I can understand how people who bring their bags look down and judge people who don't bring their bags. It's not right though, Razzie.
1: <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> I need I'm just to, saying.
0: I, I'm using. I, I don't bring my bag, so I get judged too. But I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying though, I can those plastic
1: bags are there for a reason, man. That that is part of my home decor. Like I use that for a reason. <laughs> you know, but those people that have their uh, little nylon hemp or you know hand woven uh, shopping bags, yeah, screw you. I said it. Say it again. Hey. Screw you.
0: Right. You remember in Europe, you had to, when we were in Europe, in, in Paris, you had to buy them. Um, yeah. Yep. They didn't give you plastic bags. Yep. Like because they don't they have they,
1: them. Because they think they're better than us and they look down on Americans. <laughs> Another fact. Am I lying? No,
0: yeah, that's true. They do they, look down
1: on Americans. Yeah. So, grocery store is a great judge of people. So, people actually, if you're single and you're dating, go to the grocery store, with whoever you're dating, and you will
2: find out a lot about them. You know? You heard it here first. Three brothers, no sense. Uh, Anything else, fellas? Uh,
3: Let's do it. Let's pay a few bills.
1: All right, let's go ahead and pay these bills then.
3: Oh, oh, well, well, welcome. welcome Sophie. How are you? I'm loving
1: your hair. Tell me about your hair. Who did it? Daddy. Daddy's your stylist. He does a he did a great job. Can you give him some of your hair? No, no, no. He doesn't know we're talking about him not having any hair.
2: <laughs> He's,
1: he might edit this out, but it's OK. Tell him we love him anyway. So, you got a good joke for it, Sophie? I heard you. Um, did you have a sleepover? Yeah. You didn't invite me?
0: I
2: did. No, I, w- I didn't host the party. My friend did.
1: Oh. So, so I next, didn't get to invite you. <laughs> so, what about when you have a sleepover? Am I invited? Yeah. Okay. I'm going you to hold you to For free. For <laughs> free? Okay. If I'm free. All right. I got yeah. it. So, you got a good joke for us today, Sophie? Yeah. Yeah. What do you have for me today, Sophie? I'm going to get this one. I'm feeling good.
0: <laughs> Where would a pencil
2: go on vacation? Hmm. Hmm. No. <laughs> Paper.
3: On a pencil break? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Justin. <laughs> that was
1: a good one. Uh, <laughs> ah, eraser. What? <laughs> I don't know, Sophie. I got nothing.
0: Pennsylvania. Uh,
3: (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Poconos, Poconos, or something like that. I got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) you're out here. You're going to see what he's talking about when (laughs) you're
1: Tell Sophie, thanks for squealing.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh,
1: man. I love that little girl
0: oh yeah she's, she's hilarious. hilarious man um, So she ended up not doing her work i've been happens. telling her all day like i told you um i'm a horrible learning coach just throw it out there um they have almost all of their work to do from friday and about half their work from thursday still on the books and it got to be done by nine o'clock tonight so i'm like go do it go do it but she she'll do like 10 minutes of it and then she'll say she's taking a break until the next time I go come and tell her to start doing it. So I I literally have to like watch her do her work. So yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing after we finish recording is making her finish all her work.
1: All right. Well, uh, that's your fault. Can't blame Sophie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's,
1: she's pushing the envelope and that's what she's supposed to do. Keep, keep doing you boo boo. Keep doing you.
0: Yeah. That, that, that's another reason why I am uh, sending them back to uh, school. Uh, on October nineteenth, don't say my so. baby's back to school. I I got it, man. I got it. it. It's I I looked at I looked at the numbers. I looked at how the school's doing. Um, they've done really really well. They have had no COVID, uh, incidents at the the school. Um, and so all the everything that they've done, all the prevention measures they put in place and everything, I feel like it it's as good as it's it's going to get, even when January, February timeframe comes because we all know that there's not going to be a vaccine by November, like y'all president trying to say. So it's, it's one of those things that at what point do you make that call to let them go back? And I think at this point it's, it's, there's nothing else they're going to be able to do in the, in the very, very far future really to change what's happening now. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let them go back, but it, I'm still worried uh, definitely. But I I had to weigh that with their the homeschooling and and what I'm I'm giving them is just not enough, bro. I mean I'm not I'm not giving them the attention they need. We're not doing anything outside of the bare minimum to check the blocks for each like assignment, and I'm like I, I got to do more than that, so. You know that there's there they're not doing any music, any stem, any art, all the extra stuff that they get in school. They're not getting any of that being here with me. So, okay. you know, I, I just got to do what's best for them long term, uh, okay. and and just make sure that we're masking up. We're doing everything we can to to you know protect them.
1: Okay, well that's cool. I mean, it is what it is. I get it. I mean, it's tough, you know. Skies in kindergarten, and this is one. So is oddly those formative years where getting those, uh, getting that 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 groundwork that the basics are so important. You know, because um, I don't want it to be a year or two years since my kids were in a public or you know public uh, education setting. So I've thought about it. I'm a, I'm, I'm probably going to try to wait till the end of the year and see wh- where that goes. But I think it might be the same thing. I mean, their classes are so small this at this age too. So I think even if she went back to school, I think that it might be 15 people in her class, 15 yeah, to 20 the, people in her
0: class. Yeah. They're and, small and, and they don't change. They don't change classes. So that's the other uh, part that I looked at, you know, elementary school, they literally stay with their group and that's the only group that they're going to see the entire time. Okay.
1: Well, that's cool man. That's very self-aware of you, you know. That that's 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 I think that's what we have to realize as we navigate this whole uh, pandemic is self-awareness. But it actually kind of leads me into my question. So, Byron mentioned earlier today <coughs> that he was 39 and we're all 39 getting ready to turn 40 within the next year and this is a time in my life always around those uh uh monumental time frames that I start self-reflecting. Uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, I will turn 40 in December. And so I was thinking, and you've probably seen this before,
2: what would 39 year old Risey or Buff tell me see eighteen year old Rise or Buff, and vice versa? what would 18-year-old buff tell 18-year-old, I mean, 39-year-old buff, so? Uh,
3: <laughs> apply yourself. Because Give me like
1: two or three. Give me a t- no, no, one no, no. is just really well,
3: strong. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm elaborate on that. Especially in high school in particular, I did just enough to get by. I didn't study extra. You know, I didn't... Um, If there was like any um, any chance to get extra credit, I didn't do it. I didn't I didn't really. I just did enough. I paid attention in class. I wasn't big on going home and like uh, studying notes and all that kind of stuff, reading up on the chapter, reading ahead, things like that. I just wanted to learn enough to where I could pass the test and keep it moving. So. I definitely wish I had applied myself more and then to tie into that to a second one, I really feel like I should have went off to college. Like I, I, I applied for A&M, Alabama A&M, and I applied for South Alabama and because I had comfort, you know, in Mobile, in my surroundings and I, I wasn't ready to leave. I stayed, dicked around at South and and wind up not even passing like I should have. I wasn't even going to class at one point, man. So uh, I should have t- taken college more seriously and I should have left for college. I, I think I'd like to think I could have uh, become something uh, better, or uh, you know, um, I don't know, like a different career or whatever like that. So those are my big two and that and <laughs> I'm going to throw a funny one in there try my hand at boxing. Like it's a sport I love so much. I know Tabitha's glad I didn't, but, um, especially like last year, I think it was like four fighters that lost their life in the ring last year in 2019, but not so much that I, I, I feel like I could have been a Floyd Mayweather or something, but just, I like the discipline of boxes. I like the, uh, the workout regimen, when they're in training, the whole diet and nutrition thing, I think I could have built up some really good habits to where I'm not, uh, constantly struggling with, uh, my weight and size and and trying to be consistent with, with working out. I think I could have built up some good habits. So Mm -hmm. those three, man, those three, and they all kind of tie into discipline if you really look at it. So those are the three things I would tell myself.
1: Same question to you, Razi.
0: So, For me, I think the biggest one would be take the internship. So a lot of folks know I I got I got offered a bunch of internships after college and one of them, you know, is the Citibank uh, internship and it's. Real big, but it's unpaid. You got to kind of foot your bill and figure out how you're going to pay everything while you're doing the internship. The 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 pursuit of happiness internship, the one that everybody uh, kind of wa- wants to get in. And if you're with them and you make it through that program, then you're basically going to be a broker uh, in, in in New York at, in some firm after that, even if you don't get picked up by them. Um, so take that internship. Doesn't doesn't matter if you don't have the money you don't have. To You got to figure out how to, you know, pay child support, how to support the family, how to make sure that uh, you can live for that time period. Just take the internship, figure it out. That's that's probably the biggest one that I would I would tell myself. And the other one I think is get mental help and it's okay to get mental help because, you know, we. 19 year old me thought I could rule the world, thought I was unconquerable, thought that, you know, nothing could phase me, nothing could affect me. And then I went to war and I came back and I still had that mentality and, you know, not being mentally healthy was almost a badge of honor. Really. We talk about how, you know, we were scarred and talking about those scars actually gives you a little clout in the hood sometimes or, or with your boys. And so, um, just telling myself, go get help. Don't carry that weight constantly for 15 years, 10, 15 years, get it and talk through, talk through it with somebody and get it off your back. Um, and the last one I think, uh, like Byron says a little lighter is, uh, don't, don't buy a condo without seeing it. That's one that uh, you know, I I don't know what. I I, I again, it's, I, I thought I could make no bad moves and I could make all good decisions and um I bought a condo without seeing it. And it while it's been an okay investment, it probably was one of the worst investments I've made in my lifetime. Um so that that's probably the one I'm like you know, slow down, uh, big homie, you don't need to uh at least go see the condo before you buy it. Those
2: are all
1: Dope.
3: Um, oh, I probably would have rejected that Discover card credit card I got in the mail when I turned 18,
1: <laughs> So that's what 39-year-old Rizzi would have told 18-year-old Rizzi. So if you were looking at yourself today, you had a time machine. You came the day after
2: graduation and you were able to sit with yourself right now. And I guess the way I look at it is you know,
1: what would you say to yourself? Like, how would you, how would you view your life? And like, good job, dude.
2: Or how, what would you I, say?
0: Yeah, definitely. For me, I'd say good job. But at the same time, I'd be like, go have fun. Because, you know, 19 year old, all of us, we, uh we had fun. We had fun for a good 10, 15 years where it was like, every day was a turn up and we have matured and we're hitting that 40 midlife and and I don't want to be the midlife crisis guy to be like, you know, go get a motorcycle and and just go like go crazy, but at the same time, make time to have fun. And and I don't do it and I know I don't do it. And so it's it's things that I tell myself now. Like you got to make time to have fun. And it's just one excuse after the other why I don't. Like right now it's covid, right? Oh, covid and and you're a new single dad and you know all of that, but still making time to go fishing. Appreciate that for like, you know, things like that, where just go and have fun for yourself then, and, and and don't have to worry about all the other stuff. So that's probably what 18 year old me would definitely tell me.
2: And those
1: are all good things, man. I had to sit down and kind of figure out what I would tell myself. And I, I think a lot of times it's the things that I I wish I could change, but things I've learned along, along the way. So, and I'm still working on this. And one of them is to capture the moment. Like I've, I've had a lot of interesting things going on in my life and I'm just, I do a horrible job at capturing the moments. Even if, you know, if, if I get an award or a plaque or anything or to remind me of stuff, I'm one of those people that's going to lose everything. I'll put it in a warehouse somewhere. I'll put it in a closet somewhere. And I don't have, I don't have the show for them. Like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I'm not the person that takes a lot of pictures and all that stuff. You know, sometimes those people, you know, at one point, those people just annoy me like, man, we got to stop what we're doing to take a picture. But then you look back 10, 15 years from now, those memories are great. The pe- people that, you know, growing up, the person I always had the video camera. You know, I don't have those, you know, I look back and I look back and you know, my childhood. I only have so many pictures of myself as a kid. I only have so many pictures or, or mementos of my life. You know, there's things I would like to pass along to my kids. Like, Ariza, do you still have the picture of y- your picture from basic training somewhere?
0: I have a picture of the picture, but I don't have the
1: actual picture. Yeah. Like I don't have that. I don't have those, uh, like one of my greatest regrets is those pictures we took in Afghanistan that I had on that computer. Somebody stole that computer and I lost all of my pictures from Afghanistan.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That that still hurts to this day. And that was probably 15 years ago that I lost that. So just capture the moment. You know, um, I have kids and when people are like, let me see pictures of your kids. And I'm like, OK, I'm trying to scroll through I'm Like, All right. All right. What does he send me? Because I, I just don't capture those moments for myself or others. And I just I like being in the moment. And I think that's what it is. I'm too busy being in the moment and not capturing those moments as well, especially even for, and I think I take it back to, you know, something you said at the funeral, you know, like taking those pictures, Jen would always stop and make you take those pictures. And I love seeing those. Like, I think today it, it it holds true. You have so many memories that you, I feel like at least once or twice a week, you're posting memories, mm-hmm. you know, of that. And it makes me think like, I want my kids to always have those memories. I want people around me to always have, I want to have those memories for myself because you tomorrow's not a promise. The second would be to open up emotionally. So, um, I told you guys, you know, we, we have a counselor now and I'm talking to him. And he's like, one thing I realized, he's like, you're, you have a hard time emotionally connecting and opening up to people. Like you, you you're very logical where you can understand them emotionally and empathize with them at, on a logical level. But You know, opening up emotionally to people, you know, for myself on both on for me to others and others to myself. Like, so that's something. And I think another thing is I had a lot of self-inflicted difficulties in my life because I ran from knowledge or ran from other things. So finding your options like I think about uh, financial struggles I had where. I ran from paying a bill because I wouldn't even open the, open up the envelope and talk to people about the the payment plan I can get on. And then I look up and I, now it's in collections and my credit score horrible. Risey was trying to get me to buy real estate 15 years ago. You know, it took me another 10 years to buy my first house. You know, uh, not understanding, not finding those things out, really taking the time and not being scared to go find out the real details of life. So or my options, you know, like a lot of times things aren't as bad as we think they are. We're not the only people going through this. And it's usually a lot easier to rectify stuff before we let it get too bad. And I was that person that always let it get too bad, you know. So mm. those are things I would tell 18 year old Ferg, but I think 18 year old Ferg would tell me you're doing great. You know, I tell, and I realized something about myself. I'm not somebody that tries to be perfect, but I always try to make the best decisions. And so I'll uh, I have analysis paralysis because I'm always overthinking things, not because I want to be perfect. Cause I understand there's no perfection, but it's like, okay, do I buy this car? Do I, you know, buy this house? Do I take this job? I'm going to think everything through, through, um, and so far it's gotten me pretty far in life, but it's like, Hey man, you're doing great. Don't put additional pressure on yourself. Don't try to have everything perfect. You know, like we went to Lowe's today and there's some things I want to do to our house. I'm like, man, I just created this budget, you know, but you know, I've done a lot of things that I'm not going to go out and spend a bunch of money, but like, you know, maybe you'll open up a Lowe's card and you just pay it off interest-free over the next few months or, you know, next few years, because you know, you deserve to live and you deserve to have the nice things that you want in life. But you're doing great keep keep up you know keep it up and don't don't overthink it or worry about failing. take risk, you know, I think I always play it safe you know i'm I'm always playing it safe, especially the further I get in life, you know when I accomplish things and I know what being broke feels like and, and being unsure of what you know what your future holds, which all of us are but it's like, okay, I've gotten this far. I can't mess it up. So, you know, not taking risk. You know, I feel like uh I'm behind the ball. I definitely didn't ve- open up my uh investment portfolio. I need rental properties, I need all these things, but I've been always too, too cautious to take those things because I'm always thinking of the the, the big what if. And I think the last thing would be uh maybe on an emotional level to be the me I want to be. So I always I always have an idea how I want to be like with, with Z and the kids and other, other things. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up and we're going to go to the park and yada, yada, yada. But then something else comes up and I just like, okay, I'm not going to do it. Things that are unnatural to me, but I know I want to be better at, I don't push myself to do those things uh, as much as I do other things. So be the me I want to be like, I want to be a better, better husband, want to be a better father, want to, want to, uh, be more free, do more like rising, like you say, and you take the kids to the park or Legoland and stuff like that. I want to be that, pers- that person but mm, Legoland doesn't interest me so I'm not. In my mind, I want to go but it's like, eh, do I really want to go on the tickets or how much? Yeah, I can't justify spending $200 on Legoland. But in my mind, I want to be that, that fun dad that takes his kid to Legoland. So push myself to be that me I want to be and not think about the other things. So that was a lot, but.
0: uh Especially when you're balling like you are. Not balling. You can afford them 200 tickets.
1: I'm on a budget, dude. <laughs> I created my budget other uh last week and uh realized I am. Dude, I spend so much random, frivolous money on food. It's usually, it's food and shopping. Like my, yep. my set bills, I'm good on. Like I've managed those. I've gotten those down. It's like, okay, we got a little free money. We'll go to the grocery store and I'm like, oh, I want to make seafood. Seafood, mac and cheese. And next thing I know, I made a $50, $60 batch of mac and cheese. Yep. Yep. That doesn't help on a food budget.
2: You know? Yeah, that's so, true. You know, uh, not balling. Uh, so not- I'll
0: tell you how Jenica used to do that, because, I, you know, we had a very hard or hard line on food budget. She would take the $60 and make the macaroni and cheese and then we eat like ramen noodles and and hamburger helper the rest of the week to make up for the budget. But that's my thing. Like
1: I'm (laughs) I'm so picky when it comes to food. Like that's my food is my guilty pleasure. You know, like that's where I'm like and you you grew up around me. My mom Mm -hmm. just cooks really, really well. So I just have an affinity for food is like. I can't eat ever I can't eat at eat at everybody's house. You know, it's just like, okay, I'll 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 bring something over. But mm-hmm. uh I don't know, man. I can't eat ramen noodles.
3: Oh man, that makes, makes me happy because you, 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 you ate here when you came up here, so that yeah. makes me that makes me happy. Oh
2: dude, I'm very <laughs> picky. I'm
1: very picky. Especially big meals like holiday meals. I've been to places where people have offered Thanksgiving dinner and I've cooked my own Thanksgiving dinner just because I was traveling Like, All right, I'll be over there. I'm going to eat before I come. I'm going to eat a little of your food just to be nice. And then I'm going to go back home and eat. Because mm-hmm. um, food is very, very important to me. All right, fellas. I think that was it on that one. What, what else we got? Rides on you. you. It's on me? Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, unless well, you're before ready. I start... No, no, I'm ready. I just didn't know. Uh, were you gonna ask the question about the um, video games?
3: No, no. Go ahead,
0: bro. <laughs> okay, all right. Because I was gonna co-op that one because I like that conversation, so <laughs> I, I wanted to have it. <laughs> so uh, this morning, actually, we posted a uh, a, a Mount Rushmore post on Facebook. A yeah. uh, Mount Rushmore of video games, and whoa, 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 so the Nintendo games.
3: Nintendo, Nintendo. Yeah.
0: Okay, so. I had a question for you, and that's why I, I... So, it's a little bit of me and you question. Is that just the original Nintendo, or is it yep. like the Nintendo just, just, all yeah.
3: J- Just blow the cartridge, NES.
0: NES. <laughs> okay, all right. Nintendo. Yeah. All right, because I, I saw a couple of people commenting on like 007, GoldenEye, and those types, but those were N64 games. Those aren't classic Nintendo games, oh, okay. so... Okay, okay. Okay, that's... Uh, all right. So... My question to you guys, and then we'll just bring it to the show, is what is your Mount Rushmore, or do we want to just do top five? Because Mount Rushmore is what, four? Yes. Do we want to go ahead and make it a five? All right, we'll just do top five. What's your top five Nintendo games, classic Nintendo games, NES?
3: So since I made the post, (laughs) those four, I'm going to, and for those that had not seen the post, I posted Contra, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!, yeah, what else I posted? Um, Tecmo Bowl. Du- double Dragon and... um And Tecmo Bowl. Take which bowl. Double Dragon did double, you have? Double Dragon 2, by the way, because you can play together at, at once versus one at a so time. So which
1: Double Dragon did you have? The Cyclone Kick?
3: That's two. two. That was yeah, three. that's two. Yeah so, okay. yeah, so Double Dragon 2, Mike Tyson Punch-Out, Contra, and I keep forgetting. Oh, Tecmo Ball. And I guess the fifth one would be... I guess I got to have a Mario Brothers in there, right? I got to, right? If it's you Nintendo. Got it, you got to. Yeah. So I'm going to go Mario 3 because they they had a game changer. He could fly for a limited amount of time with that raccoon tail, but he could fly for a little bit. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with those five. I may, I, I reserve the right to change my mind, though, as I hear you guys answer that.
2: Mario 3. Okay. Contra. No, certain, no particular order. Oldie but goodie. People forget about
0: Battle
3: Toads. You lost me. You don't know. You don't know Battletoads? No, I'm, not, I'm just saying, not my. Was
0: Battletoads on the NES? Yeah. I thought that was on like Sega. Uh.
2: Or, yeah, so.
0: Okay. All right. We'll give it to you.
2: Okay. Damn, yeah, you threw me off. Mm-hmm. Battle I know. Mario what, 3. I know
3: one you should be naming because you brought it up before
2: the last time we talked about video games. Some double Dribble? Yeah. I, I, no, I just like the graphics. Okay. I wasn't... I wasn't... um, Damn. Double Dragon 2. Yes. Oh. Top Gun.
0: Hmm. Oh. Oh, that horrible... So no, might afterburn. Game? no it might have
2: been... Maybe it was Top Gun or Afterburner. Which one? Right. Hmm. So hard. What's you? No oh Mike God. Tyson punch out, huh?
1: You know why I did not like Mike Tyson punch out? Because I'll put those codes in and they never freaking
3: work for me. <laughs> oh, you didn't get the right. You didn't get the right code.
0: <laughs> it was about so my up, Nintendo go, go or my cartridge. Uh, go go straight to Mike or go straight to Sandman. Uh, yeah,
1: man. It just. Just it was just, or actually, take off Top Gun Afterburner and put on um Teenage Mutant
2: Ninja Turtles. That one was pretty good. So, Mm yeah, that was pretty
1: good. I was I was more like I like sports games, but I can only play for so long. I like game play, like I like being able to go through and beat a game, you know. uh.
0: (laughs) So. This was hard because there's a difference for like a Rushmore to me and a top five. Uh, And that's why I wanted to make sure where we were going. Rushmore for me means that they, they changed the genre. They pushed it forward. Somehow they, they made a a huge difference. Top five five is just, that's what I like to play. Um, And so I went with top five, definitely Mario. I'm gonna go with the original Mario though, because it got me in the game and it was like huge. Um I remember playing that forever. man. and yeah. and then along with that that same type of side scrolling, you guys may not know but uh Ghouls and Goblins. So Yeah. Yeah, Ghouls and Goblins was the junk man. You just you just run. I mean, we still play that to the da- this day. Um so, my dad, like, they have an original Nintendo at the house, and we play that game still. So, Mario, Ghouls and Goblins. Come on, Zelda,
1: Zelda. I know what's coming Zelda, up. Zelda. Oh, Zelda had to
0: come. Like, Zelda.
1: God,
0: no. Oh, man. This
1: is Nothing about this list surprises me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Zelda was the jump. Um so, and then from there, double dribble for me because of those graphics. Like I liked the play. I liked playing that probably better than I liked Tecmo Bowl. I played Ooh. double dribble more than I played Tecmo Bowl.
1: Jordan versus uh, Bird was also, uh, yeah, that was, a, yeah, that, that it was, was yeah, it was yeah,
0: good graphics on that. Yeah. 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 But double dribble just was, is more iconic to me. So uh, double dribble for me and then punch out. Uh, I remember not being able to beat. I beat Mike Tyson one time ever. Like, and I played it multiple, multiple times. Like, I just could not beat him. And so I think it was just that level of difficulty along with just great characters being able to go through the second time you fight Glass Joe, you know, and he gets a little bit harder Don, uh, that second time around. Don Flamingo. Yeah. Don Flamingo's yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the characters are great in it. The gameplay is great. The, the level of difficulty as you go up is good. So Punch-Out was just a really good yeah, game. Yeah, Punch-Out was
1: one of those games you really had to understand. It made you learn strategy. Like you yeah. had to realize that you only can hit King Hippo on certain, certain ways. Or, you know, uh, what's, his, what's the, the Tiger? What is it? I forgot. A
3: great Tiger. They, yeah, like, they fat shame King Hippo, by the way. He the only one you knock down once and it's over because he's too big to get yeah. up. That's fat shame.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but he can take a punch though. Yeah, like, that's the thing. You had to hit him a whole lot. So, so but was I'm any surprised any game you're, you're like Zelda? Like, now, did you like Zelda like, two you didn't or like Zelda, Zelda, Zelda one? No, I like the original Zelda. Uh, no, with the gold cartridge one, uh, it had a gold cartridge uh, that alone, <laughs> like, made it uh, like super over the top. You're like, oh my god, uh, it's a gold cartridge. Uh, but even with that, like, when you put it in. Like, yeah, I know the top down thing makes it yes, kind of weird. It does. Uh, to some people, but I mean, other than that, like the role playing part of it, the inventory management of it, being able to, to did pick. You, did you defeat how it? You do, uh, did you ever defeat it? Yeah. No. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I never got into it. To, I didn't get hey, it to Zelda to 64. A game we didn't like, mention. Did you guys play Kung Fu? That game was so horrible.
0: You didn't yeah, like it. It was so bad. You know, Are you kidding I me? I mean, it was good, If like, for the first time. You, you know, nah. you play it, but after, like, I never beat it. Are you talking about the Kung Fu where you, like, were the two guys and actually, like, fighting each other? No, you no. were going through that board, and you yeah, just, you, you can kick.
1: You can, like, do a slide. Like, you. it was, yeah, that, yeah, it was just, it's been so it was, like, long three, long I don't even
3: remember too much of it. I, don't, <laughs> I, 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 haven't, I haven't thought
1: about the game since then. What is a game you've never seen anybody beat, though?
3: It's Zelda. I'm about, to, I'm about to YouTube the ending of that. Oh, I had to YouTube the ending of Ninja. Was it Ninja Gaiden? Ninja Gaiden? That yeah, game. I, I that would was going say so that, good. but I was like that was God. Sega. And that, was that, Sega? Sega? that almost belongs in my top five, to be honest. Especially Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden was too. cool as hell. Yeah.
1: But I thought it was Sega. That's what I was thinking at first. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anybody beat RC Pro-Am.
3: That's a good one, too. You name some I don't good know. games. I think I beat it, but I, don't
0: give me the line. It's- or Excite Bite. Because yeah. I don't think, can you beat Excitebike?
3: Or does it just keep going? It, I think it just keeps going. I think going, it just right? keeps going. Mm-hmm. Love Paperboy. Love Paperboy. Love Paperboy.
0: Pa- yeah, yeah. Paperboy. I had it on the Genesis, though, so that's why I didn't think it through, like, that it was on Nintendo. I might
3: buy Paperboy. Might I didn't brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. By cool. the way, I know we're talking about Nintendo, but I just bought Street Fighter 2, and I'm brushing up on my skills, so anybody that want that work can get it. Okay, can
0: Ali you fight? Ali will take you on <laughs> yeah. it. Can you Ali, fight? Ali, street? Ali, Ali oh, Street Fighter too.
1: I'm thinking man. of double dragon. Yeah, yeah man. Ali
0: was on it. We uh, we went down there for Father's Day. Um, and, you know, playing <laughs> the Super <laughs> Nintendo with my family, yeah. and he whooped my dad up so bad. I had
3: had a Dave Chappelle moment. Remember that skit where he beat the kid in a video game that was in the hospital <laughs> like he didn't take it easy <laughs> on him man tablet brought one of her um little cousins or somebody over there real young dude he's like oh i know how to play street fighter Two. i said oh word grab them sticks <laughs> i beat that ass <laughs> <laughs> so it's like barry like a little wing nope <laughs> it's this dragon punch son
1: <laughs> While well, was victory and everything <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man!
1: Um, but, uh, wait. Oh, what I was gonna say is, last night Street Fighter the movie came out. That came on one of the worst movies yeah, yeah, ever. I didn't even give it a chance. I still watched it until I fell asleep. I didn't even give
0: Super chance. Mario Brothers. Don't forget about that one. Oh that yeah, that was the worst. But it was like, like, it, it was, was so bad.
1: It was so bad. I had to watch it. Like nobody looked like themselves in that movie. Like the mm-hmm. only person that looked like themselves kind of was Vega and that's because he had a mask you know but everybody else was like that can't be Ken and Ryu
2: um, who, who's
1: your
3: favorite street who do you play with Byron how you say his name What's is top? it Ryu or Rue what is it Ryu, Ryu. Ryu.
0: so yeah. Ryu or, or I, Ryu yeah. I, I think yeah
3: uh, sometimes they'll
0: pronounce it like that
3: I guess if I had to pick three him Ken and <laughs> it don't even matter because I mean you're not going to beat me once I got Ryu anyway so him and Ken see
0: See, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a big guy. I I like the big guy character, so I'll do E Honda. I I'll play Zangief Geef, and what most of people uh, are with Zane Geef. Like to be able to tank one of those. Bust your ass, you uh,
3: pick Zangief against me.
0: I am telling you, man, don't will, let me get close. I will That's bust the Bust your
3: ass. Yes.
1: <laughs> so yeah, yeah I play, yeah. and
0: then I play with chun Li, so because chun Li is a beast.
1: So Guile, I think has the best defense in the game. Yeah, Guile. Yeah. Uh, I like Sagitt.
2: Yeah,
1: because you got you got all the stuff you got, but he has that he has more reach, and then Chun Li. Yeah, okay. but I also haven't picked up sticks in probably 15, 20 years. So
0: yeah, they they messed guy. Well, they messed it up for people who wanted to play against Guile when because you know initially in Street Fighter two you had to hold it down for two seconds before he did his uh, flash kick, uh, and then I think Street Fighter two Ultra or one of them because you know they had like ten different Street Fighter two yeah. at yeah. one point they made it where you didn't have to hold it down for two seconds. You literally could like go down up and he could do his flash kick. That's when you couldn't get close to him. You couldn't jump into him. Yeah. You know, it, it was nothing for it. So I'm yeah, com- they I'm made Kyle at- like the character. I was a dude, man. Yeah.
1: Buff, go ahead and take us home, man. Cause I can talk about, I'm, I'm, I might watch this movie tonight to see. It was so bad. So, so bad. <laughs>
3: All right. So, um, this answer probably can potentially be very short, but I'm gonna keep it political. Like I did at the top of the show. Forbes last week came out and said that there is 11% of voters that are undecided. And my question is simple to you guys. How can anyone over the age of 30 living the last four years that we've lived with this president be undecided? And I'm not even saying they should automatically be against Trump by now. You should know if you want him to have four more years or not. So, I've always felt like a lot of these undecided voters is like a myth. They don't exist for real, for real. Like they know who they're going to vote for. But how can anybody over the age of 30 be undecided in this political climate?
0: I I could, I could see it. I really can. I, I can see the, the black Republican that's undecided because he's like, I, I basically support most of his policies but I know he's racist. So like, I I don't know if I'm going to vote for him or there could be the single issue voter that, okay, he's against abortion. I'm against abortion. So I want to vote for him, but I know he's racist or, you know, I'm, I'm black. And so those other policies turn me off. But since I am a single issue voter, I want to vote for him. So I can see some people that are undecided because, they they want to vote for him because of some of the policies but then either him just being the person that he is they they don't they they don't want to vote for him so i i, I can see that where so, they they're still kind of on the fence
3: even with a black republican example like you know he's racist but i support most of his policies if he's racist a lot of his policies are going to be against you
1: yep so it's it's very simple you just haven't I mean, my bad continue.
0: No, no, go ahead, go ahead.
1: <laughs> they just haven't decided how much bigotry, hate, and racism they're willing to take. It's just that simple. Yep. It's just that simple. Yep. Like, I like that. It's just that, that simple. It's just like, you know what? Yeah, he has some policies. Yeah, he's racist, but you yeah, know what is racism? You know, like it's he just they they have not decided how much they want to take. They they want it's a to me right now,
2: it's a moral issue on how willing am I to throw other people on the under the bus? Cause they're not gonna it, it's just I think it's just that simple. It's like you know how important are the things that not matter to you. That how you cool value. You,
1: huh? Yeah, the things, things that, that you values, value. You like value. it's just <laughs> yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a moral thing. What do you value? Like, yeah, lower taxes, but and you know there might be some lynching soon and because i think things are going to get a lot worse his second term when it comes to the the political climate
0: i mean but he has his platinum plan though yeah. <laughs> Have you haven't seen it like that's some bull like all the stuff that in that plan he could do right now but he won't do it so that lets me know it's lip service but, but anyway and then, we'll, and we'll, then we'll, anybody that believes that
1: I've seen commercial, I forgot uh, there was a Biden commercial where someone is saying, like, I was a Trump supporter, but because of the pandemic, I can't rocks with him. Like, how much death and destruction do you have to see? How much what do you do you, does do you have to die for you not to vote for this dude? Like, what do you need to see to realize that to me, and back to what you were saying earlier, like I don't never, I never want to be a straight Democrat again. But to me, it's like, you know what? I gotta get this dude out of here. I don't, I don't care what he I have to get him out of here. It's just it's just that simple. Like either either you want him in or you don't want him in. I don't care who I, he ran against.
0: My my thing is I want to send a message to people like him that your policies aren't the nation's. Like that, that's that's why I feel like we gotta get him out. We have to send a message that his brand. Will not stand in America. What's,
1: what's scarier is imagine the next candidate, the next Republican tr- candidate, can be a smarter,
0: more articulate le- Trump,
1: and we are, f- yep. Because unless there's an overwhelming majority that just like this dude loses by a landslide, your point, Rosie, is, is 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 invalid. Like, yeah, okay, he. He barely he barely lost. That means the major still there's a really, really big part of the country that feels that this guy and his message and everything he stands for is okay. He's just an idiot. <laughs> but if we get somebody who's not an idiot in there.
0: But his policies are cool. That yeah, that's that's they're cool with his they're, not only are they cool with his policies, they're cool the way he delivers
1: stuff. Like you call. I'm done.
3: So I, I don't even have an answer to my own question. That's literally why I asked. And I, I kind of like a combination of both of you guys. Like, Ferg, you said <laughs> it's just a matter of they're trying to decide how much racism they can take. <laughs> like, well, I hadn't really heard him say nigga. So <laughs> is he really that bad? <laughs> and he
1: didn't, say, he, he didn't say he said with an A, yeah. not an ER. Like, yeah, yeah. dude, what do you
3: want to yeah. I mean, he he's let Ben Carson in the White House before, so he can't mm. be that bad.
0: Yeah, 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 he let him, he let him, he let him sleep in the big house and <laughs> in the big house, <laughs> in the big house. Like, <laughs> on top of that, like you know, he they, they try to throw up. Oh well, he um he gave to HBCU funding or he expanded HBCU funding. Okay, got it. But along with that, he made he emboldened racists he emboldened people to come out and, and try to kill us. I mean, like, let's be honest about that. Like, so it, it's one of those things that I make, not me personally, but you know, somebody's sitting there making uh, over 150, $200,000 a year. They're looking at Joe Biden is going to raise my taxes. So all that other stuff goes out of the window. I I just don't want my taxes raised, so I'm undecided because, I can accept those like you say, I can accept those race that racist part. I, well, I'm still undecided because, again, like you said, for how much racism is too much racism? I can I can accept racism light, if <laughs> you know I get I get my taxes lowered. So diet racism's okay. racism is okay. Don't give me no full-on racism.
1: How much more racism do you need? If this is racism light. <laughs> Like, think about this right now. We're <laughs> talking about this. We're all nervous. But how do you feel November 3rd waking up, this dude is still the president? Like, what does that say to you as an American, as a black man, as a taxpayer, as a person who has friends or people they associate associate with that are not black? Or that might have voted for Trump. Like, so, what is that? I, I, what do you, how do you, you remember how you felt? No. Yeah. I, and I think I'll tell you the funniest
0: platform. part to me. The funniest part to me is the HoTeps and the racists are like aligned mm-hmm. because they're not like over how 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 Nobody. do you be a HoTeP black nationalist and you're supporting the same candidate as the KKK?
1: Well, the, the, that's a whole other subject because you have people there's some of these undecided voters are the people they're deciding if they're going to vote. I think there's more people deciding if they're going to vote, which scares the hell out of me than who I'm voting for. So and I think that might be makes up in there some way, because I know people are like, I'm not voting or yeah. I'm, not, I'm gonna vote, but I'm not going to vote for president. Dude,
3: I'm I'm, I'm going to have to start. So if he does win November 3rd, I'm going to have to start caring less because. A lot of people that voted for him voted against their own interests. So, if people are going to continue to vote against their own interests, then I'm going to have to stop caring. Because I mean, this ain't no flex. But the three of us, we're pretty much in an income bracket to where he ain't
0: really hurting us that much, right? Like, Republican, like Republican policies actually benefit us, right? So that, that's the, That's what I tell a lot of people. I, you know, I'm like that. Their policies benefit me.
3: Yeah. So so like. I don't want him in there because of what he does to, to people that that are in a worse situation than I am, that that can't fight for themselves and things like that. But if and, and, and this includes this ain't just a black thing. This is like a lot of poor white people in the in the southern states that are also voting against their interests. I'm going to stop caring. Like if you if you're not going to care for yourself, then God, I'm not either. So, you know, well, that's what? the plan. Y'all got the more it. people, you know, y'all got it. I'm a, I'm a like I said at the top of the show, I'm gonna focus on activism more. I'm gonna focus on local elections and, and and policies, getting certain policies passed and things like that. But if y'all if y'all want four more years of that orange pizza emoji poop emoji, I like to call orange pieces, then have at it. have at it. I'm done.
1: Well, I, I firmly believe if there's four more years, it it, it could be four plus years. Because this dude will try something crazy. And if he gets another four years, the Republican after him is gonna be even worse.
3: I agree. And and I wonder Because to, they're gonna
1: see it works. So can we go ahead? Buff, you're probably gonna to have to work on the third, huh?
3: Uh, I probably can try to take off. But real quick, Razio brought up whole tips. They're usually the ashy people that complain about paying child support and all this stuff, but at the same time, they never wanna vote on anything. Like a lot of those. State legislators and stuff—they set the policies for your state on 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 what your baby mom against and all that stuff. So the very things that they're complaining about, you know, they're they're defeating themselves as well. So I like Razio bringing up the hotels. As far as November third, I thought about it. I take the day off, the uh, the next day off, the day after, <laughs> because no matter what happens, it's going to be a large segment of people that are mad. <laughs> right, you know i saying. So, I think I might need to be in the peace and quiet of my home on November. So, 4th. yeah,
1: so so it needs to be what the fourth.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so what
3: happens? So, can we can we
1: pencil in uh, recording on the fourth?
3: Now we can do that. Yes. yeah, we can do that. Let's do a, that. Let's
1: do that. That's yeah, gonna be a see. damn good show.
3: Let's do that. Yeah, let's do
1: that. We might cool. even mean that a live show or something like that that's gonna be because it's gonna be full of emotion either way.
2: No. Nah, I like
1: It's going to be Yeah, so we'll look into that. Um that's enough for us now, fellas. What's 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 going on? Let's let's go ahead
3: and close on out. Well, I said I was going to be political and I'm going to end it that way as well. Three quick things, man. One, shout out to Michael Bloomberg. Uh I was very critical of him when he was running for president and I was rightfully so when he was running for uh, president because of what he did as mayor in New York. But he stepped up, helped raise $16 million to pay the fines for uh, felons so that they can vote. Now, the Republicans are pushing back and trying to say that that is illegal and a third degree felony for giving a monetary gift to influence a vote. Uh, So hopefully that doesn't hold. But I think that's a great thing. And what he's doing uh, Ashanti actually brought up, Ashanti Young actually brought up that question a couple of episodes ago. So shout out to her as well. The second thing is my job has allowed me to participate in a town hall about policing and race. Oh, man. So <laughs> we'll see how watered down the town hall is and, and, and how in depth I'm able to get in. But, uh, um, are
1: they getting Byron or Buff?
3: Uh, we'll see we'll see but I'm definitely looking for the opportunity to be congrats a, man that's good that's both man. so I'll let you guys know how that goes and just a real quick shout out to Truth Be Told Sports proud of you guys man Melvin uh, Hollow Point White Mike the three of you guys are doing some great work over there the merchandise is up now so head on over to there if you're interested they got the shirts available but uh, I have a lot of fun on your posts I enjoy listening to the show so keep up the great work fellas
0: Definitely that. Definitely that, man. Um, uh, loving everything that everybody's doing as far as just expanding the black voices in the podcast arena. Uh, and, and we need it. So, uh, anytime we can uh, support you guys, we will be doing that, uh, shouting you out, doing whatever we can joint shows if we need to, uh, Melvin appreciate you coming on and, and um, bringing a little bit of sports, uh, talk to to three brothers, no sense. Uh, the only thing that I got, man, um, you guys know, I'm always looking for new things to watch. And right now, I think in the top 10 on Netflix, uh, Idris Elba has a new movie out called the take, and it is actually really, really good. So if you're looking for something to watch uh good little action flick, uh, go ahead, check check that out. And the next other thing is Jurassic World. the The cartoon is like eight episodes, and Oliver is super into dinosaurs, so of course we had to binge that last night. And it's actually really good too. It has a black, you know, protagonist in it, so of course I'm all for that just because of that. So watch that one. Uh, go check those out if you're just looking for something to watch over the weekend.
1: All right, and I'll close it out really quick. First of all, I want to say belated happy birthday to the love of my life, Sabrina uh my better half the person that makes me human uh constantly um once you listen to this uh podcast you probably won't pay attention cuz it'll be so far down the line just dug myself a ditch um happy birthday babe and the second thing i mentioned at the top of the show vote411.org people i'm going to po- we're going to post it on the the page but go look at that find out who your candidates are find out what they stand where they stand. Um, To me, this might be one of the biggest political seasons we've had in our lifetime. I think there's going to be so many things that are going to come from it, Um, not just on the political aspect. I think the 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 soul of the country lies in this election. And so. Share that with your family members, especially those who may be a little less informed when it comes to um, the political process and their candidates and things around them, make sure they're going to the right polling station so vote411.org please share that with your family members and others around you Um, we gotta we gotta do better this election so I think that's all I got anything else fellas all right three brothers no sense listen like share subscribe comment and most importantly listen again talk to you next week